Uh, peace and love, everybody. Samut, Mama Yoga, your favorite mind, body, energy, and imbalance coach. And uh, this is another episode of the Mind, Body, Energy, Imbalance podcast. What's up, Flaw? Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, Mama Yoga? Yeah. Yeah, to get that out of there, man. It might be the allergies. I don't know. I don't think I have a cold, but excuse me, everybody. Oh. I just had to sneeze. Oh, up, well, you quick with that running. mute button because I ain't hear nothing. Yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> it was like one of those, ah. <laughs> well, it's interesting because one of the things we want to talk about today is change of season, and we'll get to that, you know, in due time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, as usual, we like to do, you know, a catch-up and everything to see what's going on in your week. Look here, uh, Flo, I saw you and uh, Nephew Breezy. Uh, did a uh, presentation. How did that go? And where was it? Give us the deets on that, honey. Yeah, we, it went fantastic. So just mm-hmm. having a tremendous few months. Um, my journey started at the end of July when I officially um, became a licensed um, individual in the services that I provide, okay. financial services. And uh-huh. since July 30th, which let's just say August 1st, I've been kicking butt. I've been doing what okay, needs to be now. done. And I've received two promotions and just a few other things. And it's just grabbed the attention of, you know, the powers that be. Some very important people. So they said, hey, man, we want you to come to the event. And we mm-hmm. want you to speak to the people about, you know, why it is important to do certain things. And one of the things that I did was I double-digit recruited, which me and my team recruited 10 people okay. to the team. And which is big for the business. Okay, so let's talk to tell the people. So. I was just mm-hmm. like, man, you know, I just spoke at, you know, an event you had. I'm like, man, this guy's on, he's on fire. But still, it's like 300 people now. It's like I'm speaking to an audience. And as I'm sitting there, my heart rate starts going up. Like my 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 Apple Watch, my watch mm-hmm. has never, has never gone off for my heart oh, rate. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I'm sitting there and it's about to go oh, off. Oh, my Lord. Am I, am I, am I, am I, <laughs> And my watch started going off. His heart rate's going crazy. I'm like, oh, man, because I'm next. But then when you get on stage, it's it's mm-hmm. easy peasy. It's easy peasy. And I spoke on the importance on doing what I did to the people out there. And I just hope that I wasn't able to encourage them. And I, I actually just wanted to share the stage with my son uh, because I think those are just powerful moments. And, you know, everybody afterwards was saying how, you know, they were really moved by, you know, what I, I had to say. Um, okay, but, but the running joke is my son is my upline, right? You know, yeah. So my son is the one that recruited me, and it's just like as a when he was younger, I used to look over him, you know, over his shoulders to make sure he was getting that homework done. And it's like now he's you know, looking over me, say, "Hey, Dad, how many appointments we got today?" You know, so it's just kind of like <laughs> it got a big laugh out of everybody, right? Because it's like you right. go from hey. What that homework look like, and then he's looking mm-hmm. over you like, "Hey, what you got going on?" So it's kind of like, ah. now, now he's the you know he's like the accountability yeah, John, right? Like, hey, what we got going? <laughs> what we got going on today, pops? He's like, man, you don't get out my face. <laughs> you talking to you? I got this. So, right, like back up to absolutely. <laughs> we not trading places mm-hmm. here, pal. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm glad to hear that, honey. So did the people, was they receptive to your presentation? I mean, that shows up when people come talk to you after. Oh, absolutely, man. People were coming to us after our presentation telling us how we Mm -hmm. inspired them and their team. And I could just hear the energy and feel the energy when I was actually on uh, stage. So. And everybody okay. just kept saying, man, good job to the speakers. Good job to the speakers. Because it wasn't, you know, about individual. It was because um, it was a bunch of us up there, man. A bunch of us that were headed in the right direction, let's just say. Right. You know how you take mm-hmm. people and you go, here are your here is your future. And I was one of those people. So the future leaders okay. stepped up. We'll, we'll say that. And that was one of them. So I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm ready to get to it. All right now. Well, here's the thing. While you were talking, I was listening, but at the same time, I was using my phone to let everybody know that we're live, but we're live from a different page, right? But here's the thing. <laughs> I've been I've been using uh, Apple products now for about a year. I'm new to the whole Apple thing. I mean, I've had a MacBook and a tablet. 
uh, iPad for quite a while, but I just got an Apple phone not too long ago. So why, who I'm texting, uh, I'm updating people from my Android and I, I'm like, how do you use this thing? <laughs> I'm like, damn, it's so slow. Like what is, where's the icons at? I'm like, Off the I Android? drank that. Huh? Off, Off the, the Android, uh, yeah. <laughs> Child, I done drank the dang on apple cool. Now you know officially honey. converted over, huh? Like, what is this? I'm, co- I'm official. I'm like, this, this, what? I don't even, where is everything at on here? <laughs> so we give thanks. You know, the ketchup is good. I'm glad to see you doing something that you love and something that you feel that you're good at. Um, my week was pretty good. Um, we had um, a death in the Afro-cultural spiritual community. Um, insert uh, Brother Robert's uh, in uh, picture, but Brother Robert Dickerson of the African Drum Universal African Drum and Dance Ensemble or Dance and Drum Ensemble uh, was a, a 60-year fixture in the New Jersey and Philadelphia African community set. And this brother passed uh, on the 9th and his home going was on Friday. Let me tell y'all, honey, it was a six hour funeral. Six hour funeral. It was amazing. You know, but let me tell you, by the second or third hour, I was like, damn, I ain't doing shit with my life. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing nothing. I got to get out here. I just wanted to, like, run out of the church doors and go feed the homeless or go, you know, <laughs> grab some people up and hug them or go visit the sick and shut in. I was like, oh, my Lord, have mercy, child. You ain't doing nothing with your life compared. But the reality, of course, that's not true that's just you know a little spirit speaking that you know we all can do more you know we all the reality of it is is that we all have uh, a journey we all have our destiny and the things that we need to do in our life and our life path and our life journey and so your life journey may not look like brother robert's life journey to where you have a six-hour funeral, but you may impact somebody who goes on to do something really great with their life, you know? You may affect somebody just by your presence, you know? You don't have to, we don't all have to aspire to what we see some of our elders or even some of the young people who are doing things in a great and good way we don't all have to aspire. What we have to do is work out what we came to do, mm-hmm. work out what we were born to do. And sometimes you kind of feel like you can't, you don't really, you know, you can't really figure that out or you don't really know your way or you kind of, maybe you do know what you're supposed to do, but you're kind of dragging your feet on it or losing your way on it. I read a beautiful quote uh, a couple of days ago that, said, whatever is for you, you will never lose it, you know? And we've heard people say that, you know, you set something free. Uh, if you don't get it back, it wasn't for you in the first place. Yep. But if the door is open for that, then it is for you, you know? So the point of it is, is that what you are meant to do, um, you really can't measure against somebody else's life. What you are meant to do, is, you know, you are probably fulfilling it every day, whether you think you are or not, you know. But that brother had a beautiful home going, much deserved, talked about how intelligent and brilliant he was, how he was really kinetically connected, spiritually connected to the capacity of electricity and how electricity worked. He was able to break down things, all things, um, electronic and reassemble them without any manuals or anything. Um, and of course, he was a master uh, martial artist who taught literally hundreds, if not thousands, of students in Camden and Philadelphia martial arts. You know, who um, based on his eulogy and his bio, he you know helped quiet quite a few 
um, gang disputes and things like that. And he was just really a well-loved and looked after brother. You know, um, I had uh, been in he and his wife, Sister Wanda's company several times as a part of the African uh, Afrocentric community, both in Philadelphia and when they would make their way over here to Jersey. Um, the last time they were here was with the um, with the African American Cultural uh, Collaborative under the executive director, Latarsha Williams Burke. Uh, beautiful, beautiful sister. So it was, it was amazing. It was huge. That was one of the biggest things, you know, but six hours, baby. Mm. And that, out. <laughs> that's a long time, you know, but uh, dignitaries from all over the country sent, you know, videos and it was just a long presentation. And it was uh, a life that had obviously been lived to the fullest and had impacted so many people. Even Patty Jackson was there and read the um, the bio and read his life story and everything. So that goes to tell you the impact that that brother made in his life, for yeah. sure. You always mm-hmm. want those types of those. Those are the type of events where it's supposed to inspire mm-hmm. you to get up and go do something, right? That's uh, because the events yeah. that I go to, right? Once you leave there mm-hmm. feeling like I've done nothing yet, I'm ready to. Yeah, I'm ready to go do something right now. Matter of fact, let's pause this mm-hmm. event because I don't need the whole uh, six hours of this. I'm ready to go right? do something now. Right? I'm, like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm in, I'm on fire. Yeah. You get go. to the point where it's like, listen, I get the point. <laughs> I don't need to hear no more. I like, I respect this whole process because I've been in different situations where it wasn't necessarily a funeral, but it was like a, a, a situation where you got speakers. You have this energy mm-hmm. where it's, it's, it's just inspiring and it just makes you want to mm-hmm. go out there and do that. So I definitely mm-hmm. can understand what you were going through when that energy hits you. When you go like once you get an idea <laughs> or once you get a thought, mm-hmm. you, you want to act on, it, especially if it's a feel good thought and act that can empower you and can increase right. whatever it is that you're trying to increase. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely get it. S- trying to stay there the whole six hours when you're just on fire. It's really hard mm-hmm. to do, so I commend you on that. Cause no, it's time no, to get to no. it now. Let's not be let's not be putting out no. I was not there the whole six oh. hours. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. Ooh. I got to go do no, something. No, no, yeah, I I wasn't able to manage the whole six hours. <laughs> I didn't even plan for a six hour, you know, appearance. Mm-hmm. Honestly, but I did stay a good bit of time, and the time that I was there, the hours that I was there. Um, was very, very empowering. Um, may that brother, brother Robert Dickerson, may his spirit rest in peace. May the ancestors welcome him into their bosom, which I know that they have. And may his good works forever live on in our hearts, our minds, and in our well-doing, for mm-hmm. sure. Amen, Ashe, and so it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um we're doing something different. We are live. We are uh, podcasting. It's Podcast Sunday, as Flaw likes to say. Yep. And we are live on YouTube and Facebook. So um, we got to get the technology together um, uh, because uh, I wanted to go to my main Facebook page or actually my Facebook group, but um, we weren't able to do that. I think what I could do, though, is share it into the group. Can you share it into the group? This reality podcasting, y'all. We all be just be going through the whole steps of everything while we on the thing. Uh, can you share it in my group? I'm gonna try to share yeah, it. I'm pretty sure I can. Too. Share it to yeah. a, share it to a uh, uh, share it to group. All right, y'all. Hold on. We we working out the technology as we speak. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And your group is called uh Mind Body Energy. Yep. Just the brand is is consistent. Let's see. Oh, it's not coming up for me. Mind Body Energy in balance. It should pop up it when I hit in. mine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nah, okay. All right. Well, let me see what I could do. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, while we work that out, uh, while we, yeah, you in the group. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why, why it didn't come up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, try it again. 
the last thing I put in here is that crazy, uh, that crazy video with Morgan Freeman and that brother who's doing the whole, um, you know, that whole switch thing. But anyway, um, let me see if I can find the live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so while we're working that out, I don't want it to be like radio silence. We could just keep moving on. It's all right. We'll get the technology together uh, at another time. So um, mind, body, and energy. You know, one of the worst things is to go through your life in a miserable, unhappy state. Mm -hmm. You know, to just live life in a space of misery and you don't really know why or really don't understand how could you be unhappy with all of your uh, what appears to be blessings in your life, you know? But some people are just, you know, either chemically unhappy or emotionally unhappy or just, you know, a little of both. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes a person feels unhappy because they are physically not well. So, you know, I remember watching that movie, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, about the gentleman who went on a juice fast. He just was well, really a juice cleanse or a juice feast, if you will. Nonetheless, he just drank juice for 60 days. He was on all types of medicines. He was, you know, about 100 pounds, 80 pounds overweight. And the doctors, his blood pressure, everything was through the roof. He was really dying, right? And he decided that he was going to try juicing. He was a wealthy businessman, had done very well, um, you know, in the world of business and decided this was the one area he needed to get his life together. Fat, sick, and nearly dead. And in that video, there was another man who his stomach weighed the size of eight big man-sized bowling balls. Like that's how much visceral fat was around his stomach. And they interviewed him and asked him, you know, why you seem cranky all the time? He says, I'm not angry. I'm just in pain. Like my body can't sustain this weight. I'm just unhappy because I'm sick, you know? So people are unhappy for a whole lot of reasons. And the reason I bring that up is because I watched an interview with Jada. Let's go back to Jada. Jada, the gift that keeps on giving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I watched an interview with Jada because she's on her press run for her book. I told y'all a couple weeks ago, that it's, you know, they are winning and we are captivated in the cyclone of what is going on with Will and Jada. So I watched the interview and she talked about what she shares in the book is that even though she had married this man that everyone perceives to be a great husband, a great guy, you know, handsome, rich, fabulous, articulate, funny, suave, sexy-ass Will Smith. She was unhappy. And she stayed in a marriage where she was unhappy. And she had to learn and come to the realization that nobody could make her happy. I mean, I remember him giving a talk saying, I just told Jada, go make yourself happy. Like, I can't do it. Like, I don't know how to make you happy. You are free to go and make yourself happy. That was like 2016, right? So the reality of it is the bigger story from a mind-body-energy standpoint is you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what people's lives really consist of. This woman seemed like she had everything and she was suicidal. She look, she's looking for a way to drive her car off of Mulholland Drive in California. And I don't think it's hyperbole based on, you know, all of the rest of the stuff around what's been presented over the years. 
you know, people saying to her, it's a good catch. He's a good man. You know, damn, take him. But she didn't want to get married. She had a panic attack at her wedding. She was so miserable. So that's, that is not, and listen, take it out of the stardom. So, so-called, let's not use the word stardom because everybody's a star, really. But let's take about, let's talk about celebrity and fame. Take it out of that. Imagine being in a relationship where everyone around you is saying how wonderful and how happy you should be and how you have all of these things around you that should, why are you so unhappy? Look at your life. You have a life of paradise. Why are you so miserable? And the reality of it is, is that, you know, sometimes the person or the dynamic that you're in, your own soul is empty. Your own soul is not fulfilled. And this is not new with someone like Jada. Women who have married wealthy men for hundreds, if not thousands of years, have felt like she experienced. It's not the man, so to speak, but it is, you know, the container, the situation is the container. And there have been thousands, if not tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of women who have been in situations where it perceived, you could you could perceive that their life should be all gravy and they ain't miserable about nothing. But that is not the case. I can sit here and go on and on about women that I know personally. And they just make the best of it because of the lifestyle, because of the children, because of whatever other things, the friend group that that marriage, you know, and the vacations and whatever else that that marriage affords them. But really, you know, there's a big hole inside and no one is responsible for filling up that except you. No one can make you happy. No one. That's your job. And your job is to fill yourself up so that you feel you feel fulfilled and then do your best to to magnetize others to you who are fulfilled as well i thought that that was very interesting from a perspective of mind body and energy it's an old story ain't nothing new about that what jada talking about being married to a substantial man and being miserable having every single thing at your fingertips and being miserable. That's an old ass story. For real. Yeah. I, um, I read, I read that similar story in the book. Um, Mm -hmm. I was reading the book and I think I might've talked about this before, but it was talking about how when two people come together, typically what they do is they take on each other's issues, right? The second you go Mm -hmm. on a date, the third date, he or she is talking about their family and how much they don't like this or their ex, Mm -hmm. right? It's just, it gets to a point where you got to understand your issues are yours. My issues mm-hmm. are mine. And I have to handle my issues on my own. So mm-hmm. as I'm handling mine and you're handling yours, we come together, right? We come together as, as one and we're dealing with what we have. What we have, like, because mm-hmm. I wasn't there five years ago when these situations happened, right? So that's right. like, so right. I'm not here to fix that. A lot of times people go into relationships to try to fix the other person. Let me help. Let me fix it. You shouldn't be right. dumping your previous problems onto your new partner. Right. Right. If you're not ready to move on, don't. But if you're ready to move on, it's, it's not saying that you're completely over or, you know, healed from everything else that you did. But that's still mm-hmm. your responsibility to take the time out mm-hmm. and heal that side of you. But also, you know, kind of like protect it from your partner on both sides. Nobody should be dumping mm-hmm. their problems onto their new partner, right? So, I, right. I think that you know, with 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 lack of knowledge or just being a celebrity, right? Will and Jada could have definitely, you know, handled that. 
uh, better if if because it's not just so much saying I, I, I can't do it. Of course you can't. We're not designed. He was never going to be able to right. do it. Just like you say, I can't do it. Of course you can't. Like right. Jada was right. like, what are you looking for? Right. She could have had she known which because this is a had we known situation for a lot of mm-hmm. us. Had she known that hey she could have been married and still been Jada Pickett Smith. Right. Who knows? Who knows what could have been? Who knows what they could have been? But I guess sometimes when you get married, you get into that mm-hmm. wife role. And since he's the big right. actor, let me stay home with the children. It probably made her miserable. Right. Right. Because she was a star on her own. Um, And it's just this mm-hmm. role that people play. And now we have a brand. Right. So now we can't break up the brand right. because there's so much involved into it. So it's a it's a lesson learned. So a lot of the jokes that we see, it's funny. Let Every let everything be a lesson. I don't think people are seeing mm-hmm. the lesson that is actually being talked about. Uh, and this is I actually saw the um, not read, but there was um, a clip of Tom Brady, his ex wife. Yes, she talked about being miserable and wanting to commit suicide. <laughs> the, wife the wife or him? No, her. her. Yeah, she talked this about, is what I'm talking yeah, about. She, she talked about the same this thing. Is- now you won't know because you like look at this couple. Look at this beautiful yep. couple, and then. They go through a divorce and she says, I feel so free. Not saying that she had to divorce him to feel this way, but while she was with him, it was the worst time of her life. Don't know what he did. I don't know what went wrong. None of that was taught. I didn't read that part, but still, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just, it's what happens. Well, it's probably not that he did so much wrong is that women at that level, women at not even that level, women who is marrying Pookie, who driving the the trash truck, right? The the innate nature of a woman is to support her man. Mm-hmm. So what we do as women is we give up our vision, like Jada was saying. We give up our you know our strive, our capacity, our what our quote unquote dreams to pour into him and support him and do whatever he whatever he's doing we is like the backbone of that so it's not necessarily that whatever he did wrong and then the other thing too is the whole quote-unquote love language thing like my love language is not not me personally but jada was saying that her love language is connection talking about mind body and energy her love language is connection she want to lay on his chest and hear his heartbeat. And she want to have like deep emotional discussions with him. And his love language is, damn, you know, you pissed off. Okay, here go an island. I just bought you an island. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you upset or you don't feel some kind of way. I Here, unlimited carte blanche, $200,000, $300,000. Go shopping, baby. Or I, let me bring you this. Look at this beautiful ring I just bought you. And a lot of very driven, successful, highly uber successful men, that that's how they function. Like a lot of them, you know, they're like, okay, you upset. Well, I don't know what to do. Just like, what's the name? Diddy said, I was listening to Diddy and I'm, you know, for a moment we're staying in this whole celebrity discussion because they are the most glaring examples. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but Diddy said on a uh, uh, breakfast club about the young lady he was dating. This young girl, what's her name? Young Miami. Yeah. What's the young girl? Yeah. And he said, you know, yeah, you know. But listen, let me tell you. I told her if you're gonna be mad, might as well be mad in a Maybach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I do recall that. Yeah. So you know, it's the flow. You know, we can look at. Take it outside of our cultural community, right? We go to white communities and see that, you know, the American wealthy, um, the wealthy uh, multimillionaires of the early 20th century. I'm talking 1910, 19, you know, way back then sent their daughters to England to marry the rich, the, the English aristocracy because those dukes and um you know those those men with titles and castles did not understand how to manage money so they ran out of money so 
So there, these rich businessmen in America sent their daughters over to England to marry these wealth, these uh, land and title rich royalty in England in exchange for a title for their daughter. Over 300 American girls went to England and married for a title in exchange for keeping those estates going. And 295 of them was miserable as hell. (laughs) (laughs) The dudes was gay, you know, but they had to marry. I'm talking 1910. Don't be texting me about why people can't be gay. That's not what I'm saying. Knock it off. Right. So this thing with Will and Jada, this thing with, uh, what's his name? The, the football player, Tom Brady and Giselle. Yeah. That's not, none of that shit is new. You know, it's all, it's all, uh, a old, old song. But the reality of it is, is how everybody has a right to adjust themselves so that their mind, body, energy is in alignment with their own journey, with their mission, and with their sense of purpose and happiness. So if we have to stay paper married and family, but not, you know, but not intimate and married in that sense, and it's, it helps me to my happiness, it's love to, to be in agreement with that. That's a kind of love to be in agreement with that, you know? Mm-hmm. So everybody should seek their own happiness. And you really have to work on that yourself. Yep. And then, you know, the goal is to attract uh, somebody who's doing the same. So that you bring two healing, seeking balance people to a particular square you know, to a particular place of agreeance, you know? Yep. That is, mm-hmm. um, that is um, a definitely way to put it, right? And I think that mm-hmm. what people need to take from this is you don't have to be 100% healed. I think a lot of times people just want to be 100% healed. But what's that look like? Oh, my God. That's we'll, a lifelong, you're going to be. We'll go to the grave before we are completely healed. But the, you know? objective is, the objective is to continue to work on it personally. And however that you work mm-hmm. on it, whether it be therapy, with regardless of what you do, the gym, the foods, however you mm-hmm. do it, right? But do not go, oh my God, here go a new partner. Let me just lay it all on them. And just now mm-hmm. you're my punching bag. And this is, I think, where a lot of relationships are going bad because we are bringing baggage. No matter what age we're in, we're bringing this baggage and we go, well, I want you to do this and I want you to do that. And we have a pre-notion on what we think, right? Now, there's this thing that I learned. It's called like the STAR acronym. Um the STAR acronym? Acronym, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, I just know that the R stands for relationship. The A stands for action. The T stands for, I can't remember the S and the T because I'm not those two. But I am an A type of person. Like well, you need to know the whole acronym, Flaw. You, know you can't it? be just busting out the two Stability. You know. <laughs> Stability is S. Um, uh-huh. T is, man, what is the T? But if you listen and Google it, it's a star, S-T-A-R, and you can, you, your personality is one of the four. I uh-huh. know for a fact that I'm an A, I'm an action guy, meaning that if problems do arrive, it's what can we do about it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, some people might, when a, a problem arises, they might want to not do something about it. They might want to actually talk about it, if that Richard. makes sense. Like, there's always other options to things besides handle it. And you mentioned, mm-hmm. like, five minutes ago that Will Smith would, not saying that he did. I don't know. I didn't read the book, but if things got rocky, he would just buy an island. He would buy something because he's actually right. okay. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Let me do something. And what he does mm-hmm. is what he knows. But in Jada's uh, thing, right? Well, first off, you got the hottest. First off, I mean, it sucks to marry the hottest actor in the world. At the one time, Will Smith was Mr. American, right? Yeah. What time does he have to do this? I want to lay on your chest. He's mm-hmm. a man of action. I'm always. Well, he a- had time to make them babies. Come on now. We don't know. We don't, but we don't know the circumstances. I mean, you know, I mean, they might have been made. Oh Lord, they might have been made. He, he might. They listen. They were made, but he might have had to hop on the jet when, when it was done. Just to say, I don't have time to cuddle. <laughs> it's a possibility. I don't have time. So, 
And, you know, let's just say that the, out of the two kids they got, they cuddled those two times. Like, a love language yeah. is an everyday thing. Like, oh. It sure is. We had fun on it Tuesday. Sure I want to do this on Wednesday. But guess who's mm-hmm. going? So. <laughs> right. So, um, with the STAR acronym, right? You said Google it, and that's what I did because it's the 21st century. Come on here now. Don't mm-hmm. play with me. So, the STAR acronym is, uh, S is for structure. Structure. The structured person. Uh the T is for, uh, I'm typing this in as I'm going. So the T is for technical, a technical person. Uh, that's like, okay, so, tech, you know, I guess, I mean, I haven't re- read it. I'm just kind of using uh, deductive reasoning. But really, honestly, here's what they say. Uh, S is for structure. This type of personality needs clarity and organization. That yep. is me, honey. And T is for technical, this type of person loves facts and problem solving, right? Uh, Loves facts and solves the problems, right? Action is the type of person who has adrenaline, they like to hit goals, and they want to make history. And that's the one thing that Jada was saying about Will, is that he, um, his thing was he wanted to change the world. Her thing was she wanted to, you know, to feel a sense of, um, protection. And those two were very, very different, you know, uh, dynamics. So that's interesting. And then the R is relationships. This person loves people and being a part of a group and something special. Mm -hmm. So that's that beautiful acronym that you just shared with us and relationships. I think everybody is a little bit of each. You know, I think everybody's a little bit of each. I don't think a one person is uh, all one thing. You know what? You know? It's kind of like, it's honestly, it's kind of like the Zodiac sign, if you believe in it. They all sound the same. Yep. <laughs> the more you start talking, right? Well, this mm-hmm. person does, well, this Zodiac sign, it's like it starts off one way, but then it leads to the same Zodiac sign, right? Um, <laughs> it, all of them sound the same. They do. Think right, about all the right, Zodiac right. signs. They all have the same... Uh, uh, uh-huh. You know definition, but um, I do agree. But I just think that sometimes you might be heavy on one. Like I know I'm heavy on yeah. action, right? And I think that mm-hmm. we all would love structure to be technical and to build relationships, right? So we can point at some t- some sometimes when we actually did all four. But what's your right. main energy? And I just think Will Smith right. seems like a action type of guy, and yeah. Jada can be the technical or maybe structure, right? And mm-hmm. so when you say, well, this guy wants to conquer the world and this person wants structure, I can mm-hmm. see where those two can never get along. Yeah. Because for somebody that wants to conquer the world, right, you can be included in that security, but it can be so right. small, right? And you're just like, you're allowed doing all of that, which makes him right. feel amazing. See, right. all of that makes him feel amazing. Mm-hmm. But all you want is just come home to me so we can cuddle. Yep. And you can literally go... How can I win with that? You can look an action person goes, how can I be fulfilled with that? I can give you, Mm -hmm. I can give that to you, but I'm not fulfilled by being home. I need to go out and conquer the world. And I can see how that can never work. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, no. And, um, you know, we don't want to just minimize her pain to just, I want you to come home and cuddle. You have to know that a man like Will Smith or even a very industrious you know, accomplishing man is not going to be laying around. I mean, you can't do both. You can't be an accomplished world beater and you be laying around. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you as a woman do want some of that. You as a woman do want to have, you know, to feel a certain kind of special. Um, And not saying he didn't make her feel special, but sometimes a person is so unsteady in their own spirit, they can't even see what their partner is bringing to them. What and again, it? back to our mind, our own mind, body, our own, our own mind, body, and balance. You know, our own mind, body, and energy and balance. I'm sorry, you was about to say something, Flo. No, I, I think that this is just, you know, it's, it's an incredible, you know, topic. And it's not, it's not just about them, but we're just talking mm-hmm. about them because they're the stars. Um, yeah. but I just think that two things, right? One thing I do remember is, is because Jada was pregnant with, you know, Jaden, they felt mm-hmm. like they had to do it, right? Let's get married. They did, This wasn't a plan or I love you. It was never the thing. So, and I think that a lot of times- Wait a minute. She was pregnant before they got married? Yeah. She walked down the aisle. She was pregnant. Oh. 
So there, so Jada's mom was like, you might as well get married. That's how they got married. It wasn't. Yeah, honey. So was, I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get yeah. that far in the book. Well, they've been they've been talked about that. Like she she yeah. was pregnant with Jaden, and that's kind of mm-hmm. how they did it. Um, mm. So that's how the, that's why it's been the running joke when she said I never wanted to marry him. That's not what she said. It's not how right. she meant it. But the running joke was I never wanted to marry him. It's just right. because she was pregnant. The, her Jada mother was like, we "Might as well get married. You got to do it." Mm-hmm. So you get put in bad situations anyway. Um, and, yeah. and 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 yeah, if somebody sometimes. You got to know your person's love language you do. And if you're not going to oblige by them, you know, you cannot put your love languages on them. If right. you're, if her love language is, um, cause I ask these women, when, you know, hey, mm-hmm. what's, what's your love language? And if it's something that I don't think I can do, like if somebody tells me my love language is quality time, that's not something that I probably can do. You get what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm a guy of, I'm, I'm too big. I'm in my zone. Right. Mm-hmm. And if quality time, cause it, cause it could, arise as an issue going mm-hmm. forward, right? You haven't done this in a while. Knowing that that's the love language, but if that's not your strongest point, you know? So, um... Well, if somebody I don't know, said, man. Well, if I somebody think, says I... acts of service, if somebody... Like, there's love languages that somebody can tell you, and you might not know those aren't my strong points. You can just make an assessment. That's what I'm saying. Okay, no, I get what you're saying, but I don't, I don't know if we especially in today's climate should be throwing, you know, so quick to just not, you know, connect with people or have relations with people or, you know, date people and see if there's a synergy because something like your love language, sometimes you need to work on that shit. You know, sometimes your love language is really like a gaping thing you need to heal from, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, like you, you can't be crying every time your man go out to work and to do this, <laughs> that, and a third for the family because you want to listen to his heartbeat. Like, yeah. <laughs> screen record that shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the Mind, Body, Energy, and Podcast, y'all. Uh, Mind, Body, Energy, and Balance Podcast, y'all. You can find us on Spotify. <laughs> You can find us on YouTube. Come on, give us a like, a follow, leave us a review, Apple Podcasts. You know, you can't, you got to like, you have to own your own peace, sanity, your own heart, your own happiness. And then the thing is to come together and try to build and create a life energy. You know, that's what it's about. Because life um, is very challenging. Um, Nobody, no human being is supposed to do life alone. You're just not supposed to. We are not built that way. The human creation, male and female, was designed to be a part of a tribe, part of a community, part of uh, a, a nestling of protection, of togetherness, of working together, even if some of the people in the tribe you don't like. You know, one of the things that quickens elders to transition to death is when they are separated from their families, when they're separated from their church, when they're separated from, you know, the bingo club or the spades party. Club, You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because then that separation creates an emptiness, a loneliness that people eventually die, you know, begin to get depressed. Then that depression, your hormones begin to suppress and you begin to transition out of your physical body. That's why during the pandemic, they were not letting people come to the nursing homes to see their loved ones, so many of those people transitioned, not just from having that virus, but also the disconnection, the cutoff from your loved ones, you know, from the community. It's a hard thing. And that's why people stay in communities. People stay in church communities. They stay in friend groups. They stay in work social environments because 
it's kind of scary out in the world on your own without, you know, without community in that way, you know? So um, if you, if you meet somebody, you got to give them more than a chance of what's your love like, what's your love language shit. I don't know how to do that. I ain't doing that. So we ain't going, let me tell you a couple, let me tell you this. (laughs) This is so funny. I got to tell you. A <laughs> couple of years ago, I was on a date nap and I met this brother on a date nap. Yes, child, I was on a date nap. Lord have mercy. <laughs> There's no way to treat a lady, let me just tell you. Mm. <laughs> so I met this brother and we knew a lot of the same people in the Afro circle in Philly, you know, Philly and Jersey. But I never met him throughout those circles. I met him on a dating app. This brother is 60-something years old. It's all right. Yes, if you listening, I'm talking about you. <laughs> so I met him on a dating app. And we talking, and the conversation was good. The first, you know, it was a good flow. We seemed to have a, a good connection um, in terms of, of our com- conversation and communicating. So as we began to talk, I noticed that he was complaining about money. He said he owned a business and, you know, he was working and everything. Now, you know, I didn't hit him with the what's your love language or my love language is this. We just kind of let's see what's happening. You know, let's get our energy because I'm in full understanding is that, you know, my happiness is my responsibility and I'm seeking to share the work that I'm doing on myself, you know, in a way with someone who is you know, seeking to do the same. Right. So he, as we began to talk a couple weeks into talking, we hadn't met in person, but a couple weeks into talking, I noticed his conversation was very negative around money. You know, his workers, somebody mad because he didn't want to pay them because they didn't do the job. It's that kind of conversation more regular than I was comfortable with. Cause I started noticing. So finally we're going to meet. This is like maybe 14 days of talking on the phone. He comes to Jersey and immediately in meeting in person, we had never FaceTime or anything like that. Just the pictures on the, so he comes to Jersey, we meet. And immediately I assess that, you know, the way he's dressed and, you know, everything was not, you know, it wasn't really a good presentation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we went to dinner. I said, do you want to go to dinner? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay, well you drive, you know, since you drove here, I'll drive my car. You drive your car. We'll go up to a place that I love to eat, you know? And I said, well, you know, we can go half if you have some kind of concern with that. It's no problem. I I don't mind. I'll, I'll pay half you know, whatever. And he's like, no, sis, no, I got you. No problem. I'm like, okay, I just want to be gracious and offer. I'm not trying to be the man. I'm just trying to share, you know, our first date experience. And he's like, no, that's beautiful. I get it. No problem. No problem. Okay. We go to dinner. He was just complaining and complaining and complaining about everything, right? Everything. To wrap this story up, because the podcast is not about Samu's love life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure people can relate. <laughs> we go to dinner, and then at the end of dinner, it's like, okay, nice seeing you. It was lovely. You know, let's talk in a couple days. No problem. A couple days go by. He calls me, and he's like, so what So what are we doing? You know, what are we doing? I met you. You met me. Dinner was nice. What's up? You know, what are we doing? And I'm like, well, I don't think we're a fit, you know. Uh, I don't think we're a good fit, but I'm so happy to meet you. And, you know, I like to remain friends. Oh, my God, he went off. (laughs) He was like, you ain't nothing but a gold digger for dinner. Gold digger for dinner. (laughs) I never heard that one. Oh, hey, it's got some slick words. You gold digger for dinner. <laughs> you a 
gold digger for dinner. Mm. I should have known that by you, the way you got your profile, talking about you like fine things and fine dining. How many men took you to dinner and you ain't do nothing with them? I was like, wait a minute, honey. I can buy my own dinner, baby. I'm not no gold digger for nothing. I'm not a gold digger at all. <laughs> He's like, you're a gold digger for dinner. Yes, you are. Why you waste my time? And I say, now you see how you're behaving on this phone. This is why we are not a good fit. You know, I simply said, I don't think we're a good fit. And now you're attacking my character, saying I'm a gold digger for dinner. <laughs> I said, at the restaurant, you notice everybody knew me, right? You notice that all of the servers and everybody came up. They were like, Samud, good to see you. You know, are you having your usual? He was like, that's because you be taking people there and getting them to buy you dinner. <laughs> <laughs> <Larry>. <laughs> For dinner. Mm-hmm. Damn. Needless to say, that number was not only blocked, it was shredded and sent back to the universe, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never heard that one before. That's a good and let one. me tell you, I've been eating ever since. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. But the point is, you know, we are meant to be with each other. We are not meant to be alone in silos until recently, very, very, very recently, the last 30 years, even black Americans, foundational black Americans did not put our elders in these facilities. We kept mama home. We kept daddy home and took care of our parents because sending them to these facilities, we were not sure of how they would be cared for. You know, it's only a really a, a, a one generation phenomenon really to where we are in mass sending our elders and we don't have a, a so-called use or inclusion of our elders in our daily life. But that's not our cultural way. Not even going back to Africa, sticking right here, foundational Black Americans, our cultural way has always been to be in community because community, tribe, is how you, how you win the world. Tribe is how you win the world. The trick of the society that we live in, this hyperbolic, individualistic society that we live in, is to make you think you don't need them. You could do it all by yourself. You don't need nothing and nobody. You can do it all by yourself. That is the master trick of this society. When you take a minute and look around, the communities that are winning are tribed up. The Latino community, they're killing it in a good way. The East Indian community, of course, the Jewish community, the, the Asian community, that is Japanese, Chinese, Koreans, because East Indian are also Asians. And they tribed up. The West African community. They tribed up. They are in community with one another. Because you win the world not by being this hyperbolic, this hyper individualist. That's how you get eaten by the wolf. That's how you get devoured by the what's out there in the jungle. This jungle, this man-made jungle we live in needs to keep you separated, needs to have your children looking at you like you don't have no value, needs to stash your elders away to separate you from the wisdom. So you know where the water is, you know where the food is, you know where. This is all metaphor that I'm talking here in terms of where things are. But the trick of the society we live in, this Western construct, is to make you think and make our children think that they don't need nothing and nobody. 
black women, single black women, how's that working out? I saw this article the other day, not an article, but a story the other day. Uh, and I ain't even on the dang on show, um, run a show. I'm just, uh, just the spirit taking over. I saw a video the other day where a woman put up that she had gone to a singles mixer. And there were 40 women and no men. They made you think you don't need your man. What you need him for other than for your sex. And many people are turning to other situations for that. You don't win the world like that. What you win is, is the booby prize. What you win is dinner on the table of the fox. You become food for the, for the concrete jungle. That's what you win. You win children don't have the right respect for you and your eldership. You know, that's what you win. You win the world when you are tried up. You win the world when you are in community and you are feeding and nourishing that community and that community is feeding and nourishing you. Now, I know we have a lot of kind of problems in communal space. There's church hurt. There's, you know, you know, other types of community. There's Afrocentric, you know, misogyny and people being feeling like they're giving, giving, giving. And that particular institution is not giving nothing back to them. We hurt. I get it. But you still need your tribe. You still need your community. And if that aspect of your community is not, you know, working for you, then you got to find another, another aspect of community to pour into and have them pour into you. Oftentimes these groups and communities or whatever just are really taking, but they're not giving. They're not, you know, pouring in. If you're a woman and you're part of community and you're still doing everything by yourself, you have to ask yourself, what in the, am I, what is it? What is happening? Because yes, we can do all the stuff. We could do it all. But that's not how we're designed and that's not how you win. That's not how you stay on top. That's not how you elevate your children. That's not how you elevate your family and your community. That's not how you elevate your image on the world stage. Even in, you know, business organizations, they tribed up. The tribe of money. Hello. They tribed up. The tribe of how we going to get this done together. How we going to work together. They tribed up. So I don't want to be so quick to throw away a connection if that connection can be nourishing, if it can be healing. If that brother had not told me I was a gold digger for dinner, I probably would still have him in my friend group. But then again, maybe not because he was so toxic anyhow, you know, just fussing and complaining all the time. And like we said earlier, sometimes people's unhappiness is because they are sick, because they're in pain in some way, you know. And women, that's what we do. We're trying to see how can we help it, baby. But the blessing is, you know, people show their hands and then you move on. Because you only have so much time and you can't be going round and round the mulberry bush with some, you know, somebody who doesn't have a, a proper level of respect for you. You know, we should make our own date in that. You know, what, what would Rich, it be about, though? It would be about black um, entrepreneurs because we are different kind of people. <clears throat> and then the other thing that, you know. I'm just telling all my business. 
the other thing is, you know, I was interested in the brother and he was like, I don't, I don't want a business woman. I don't want no woman who is business minded. I just want somebody who is domestic. What? Okay. So like Eddie Murphy said in coming to America to Simi, when Simi was like, oh, you want a woman with big breast and she just does whatever you say. And Eddie Murphy's character, Akeem said, so you would share your fortune with a beautiful fool. Somebody said they don't want a woman with a business head. I don't, I don't understand that. It's okay though. I get it because sometimes a person's personality cannot manage that. They may feel like, you know, you trying to be a man or you trying to grow some balls or you, you know, you too masculine as a female, if you have like a business mind, but that's how everybody, that's how, that's how people win. I'm trying to tell you, she don't have to be taken over and bossy and telling you, but she needs to have a good head for your family's success. But the brother was like, no, I just need somebody to cook and clean and be domestic. And, you know, that's what you like. That's what you like. That's what you want. That's what you want. I don't, I don't want a business partner. I just want a domestic you know, goddess. And that's okay too. But who, who managing all the resources of the house? Like who's managing even that domestic goddess got to know how to add. Right. <laughs> got to manage the budget she's given to run, you know, the household with that's a business partner on one end or another. So let's love each other. Don't be inboxing me about mama yoga is a feminist. I'm not. That is a dirty word. I'm not. That's somebody else's tradition. That's not my tradition. Right? When we was watching the uh the uh the the march in the 1970s with grandmama on the television with my dear, and she like one of her girlfriends called. And she had the phone on the wall in the kitchen and the cord that went all down the house, all downstairs of the house. And one of her girlfriends called and she on the phone with her girlfriend and we watching on the TV, all these women marching for equal rights. And my grandmother say, her girlfriend must have said, yeah, they, my grandmother said, well, what they marching for? grandmother's girlfriend said because they want to go to work and they want to be out there in the workforce and they want equal rights and my grandmother said shit i ain't marching to go to work i've been working all my life i'll march to stay home and take care of my family and my children but i ain't getting out there taking off my bra so i could go to work That's not our fight, particularly African-American women. That is foundational Black American women. That's not our fight. Our fight is to regain the love, the respect, the, the direction, and the righteous leadership in partnership with our men over our families and over our communities. That's our fight. All these other fights out here are a distraction. That's not our fight. Our children done lost all of, it, all of their mind for the most part. Our elders are not being cared for properly. You know, our men, you know, have a different perspective and a, and a, and a you know, a not so um, helpful outlook on us as women. Our fight is to regain the proper leadership and the proper care of our families so that we can win worldwide and community and tribe up for real. Well, I went all off run of show. I don't think I talked about nothing that we were supposed to be talking about. You didn't talk about right. the uh, change of the season. <laughs> no, I did not. I have to get to that. I think I'm going to do a little short post for that, a short podcast for that. 
um, because I'm supposed to be at dinner with my daughters. Talking about your family, right? Yeah. Supposed to be at dinner with my daughters. <laughs> so y'all gonna have to get to change your season in a drop in. All right. Tell them where they can find us, Flo. Oh man, so first off, man, go to YouTube and search for the Mind Body Energy and Balance Podcast on YouTube. Follow us, subscribe, leave a comment, share it with your friends, please. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, the Mind Body Energy and Balance Podcast, Spotify, the Mind Body and Energy Podcast. Do you see? That is the same title. If if you're on those platforms, please show us some love. Leave a comment. Leave a review. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right, y'all. Thank you all so much. Uh, Listen. Keep your mind, body, energy in balance. So much so that you walk through your life in peace. We'll see you next time. Peace and love.